Today on CityCast Pittsburgh, gag gifts are supposed to be harmless fun. Maybe a little obscene, but they're meant to give the person receiving it a good laugh. But it might be hard to find the humor in a box of anonymous feces at your doorstep. For 15 years, the mysterious owners of PoopSenders.com have been doing exactly that. And thanks to a federal court case in Michigan and some digging by writer Nick Kepler, we now know it's a father-son team in where else? Pittsburgh. It's Tuesday, February 8th. I'm Morgan Moody, and this is CityCast Pittsburgh. So, so Nick, tell us more about this court case. How did we begin to unmask poop senders? What I really want to say is, how did we get to the bottom of this shit? <laughs> well, um, you could say that shit hit the fan for poop senders um, <laughs> back in 2019. Um, so this company has existed since um, 2007. Basically, what they do is they send um, realistic-seeming animal feces to whoever they think the customer thinks is deserving. So a supervisor who was an actual postal inspector in Michigan was um, the subject of a harassment campaign. And uh, part of that was receiving several packages through poop senders. Whoever was um, had a vendetta against this person was doing a lot of the usual stuff, making nasty comments online. Um, and part of it was sending this fake animal feces to their address. Because of that, the Office of Inspector General for the post office got involved. They didn't charge poop centers with doing anything illegal, but they were trying to build a case for this person who was sending all these things to the postal inspector. And for that, they needed some records from poop senders. So they got a subpoena, which they sent in um, 2020. The people behind poop senders just ignored that. So they got a little bit more aggressive and they filed a um, lawsuit. Uh, officially, it's called a show cause lawsuit, where you basically are hauled into court to explain why you didn't um, respond to a subpoena. And because of that, a lot of details about who is Poop Senders, who's behind it, got put into a lawsuit. So it's while it's disgusting and probably disturbing on so many levels to receive a package of imitation or real poop in the mail, it's not necessarily illegal. So what does Poop Senders do exactly? Like, I, I wouldn't think that there is such a market for this. And do you know, is it real poop? Well, they, so you go online and you put in the address of the person who you think is deserving. Um, they had some suggestions, maybe somebody who gave your kid a bad grade, your ex, your annoying boss. So prices start at seventeen ninety five to send a quart of uh, cow dung. And then it just goes up from there. The person gets a just a package in the mail that looks like anything sent through the U.S. Postal Service, so it seems trustworthy. And then they open it, and then there's just this plastic bag full of grassy, poopy goo. And it's sort of ingenious. They have a little card that says, you've been pooped on. And to read this card, um, you need to open the package and let loose the smell. But it doesn't tell you by who. In fact, there's a little taunt on the card that says, we'll never tell. Um, as far as what it actually is, they don't specify on the website, but they say it is a non-hazardous material, which would be legal to send through the mail. 
you could create the stuff just by getting some some hay, some other chemical stuff, I guess if you knew your chemistry. But supposedly it is not actual feces, but the people I've talked to who've been sent it told me it's a very convincing facsimile. So these are scientists behind poopsenders.com. Nick, what would you do if you got one of these packages in the mail? (laughs) (laughs) I've been afraid of that since I wrote about them and put their names uh, on the internet. (laughs) Uh, I would be... I mean, I, the people I've talked to describe being feeling harassed. They know it's somebody in their community. Um, it's been involved in a lot of political disputes. I mean, I talked to somebody who was running for uh, an elected office in North Dakota. It was not a particularly contentious campaign, but somebody just sent her this poop, and it was two weeks until Election Day. She told me she couldn't knock on doors anymore. She just felt too traumatized. She just thought anybody who's out there could hate her that much to send her poop or fake poop through the mail. Um, so, I mean, it, it's supposedly, they characterize it as a gag gift on their website, but for the people who've received it, they describe being feeling harassed and, and traumatized. That's something that I could understand. I mean, if I ever receive something like that in the mail, I think I would feel the same way. I think I find it funny, but realistically, it's extremely unsettling to receive something like that. So you you were saying, right, the federal government was having issues finding the owners of the company, and you found out it's a father and son team. How did you find them? Yeah, it's a little bit confusing because they have the same name, but there is a John um, Santanastasso who is listed on these federal documents as being the owner of poop senders or the keeper of records. They're not really sure of the exact role, but when they tried to find out who would know something about poop centers, they definitely um, look towards this guy. Uh, All I can say is that for, uh, since the early 90s, he's lived in Gibsonia. According to some records, he is 61 years old. He's had a few internet companies. One is called Around Town and Around Pittsburgh, which is this company that advertises local businesses. It doesn't seem to be a very big player in that market. And according to the government documents, at least, it's associated with an LLC called JD Infinity, which when I went to that address um, in Gibsonia, uh, there was a giant mailbox with uh, Santa Nastasso, JD Infinity. So we, at least the federal government uh, would highly imply that that LLC is, has a strong connection to poop centers, and so does the individual who formed it. Um, according to some... Incorporation documents, his son, John Edward Santanastasso. Um, according to documents, he's about 31, lives in Cranberry. I do know that they got um, they got money through the Paycheck Protection Program from the first COVID relief mm. package. So they got $43,000. Wow. Which was uh, forgiven, all the interest on it forgiven. According to their filing, they have two employees. But as far as like what this company is, no one's been able to describe anything except the Office of Inspector General for the Post Office, which implies that it is just sort of a front for this poop sending operation. And you visited the office in Pittsburgh. Did you? What did you see when you got there? Did you see any poop? Did you step in anything? <laughs> did you smell anything? <laughs> well, I saw some things that you that do not seem very um, useful to having an online marketing business, but might be a little bit useful to having a poop sending business. So when I arrived there, there's it's just this little office in Gibsonia behind a barbershop. 
there's a little logo on the door that says Around Town, which is one of their online marketing businesses. The door was open, so I walked through, and there was a box of something called Timothy hay. That's specifically the hay that, like, animals eat. So if you're making uh, fake cow poop, this would be a useful thing to have around. Uh, one person I talked to who, who got poop described it having, you know, hay, chunks of hay in it. So he had a uh, large box of that addressed to John uh, Santanastasso, and there was also a giant bin of priority uh, mail envelopes. So all that there, but no poop. You you found the hay, you found the packages, but no poop. No, I am still curious chemically what happens to make the stuff. I don't know if it was your article. Um, it had to have been where it said that they they got it from, what, a guy that visits the zoo? They have an FAQ that's kind of cheeky that describes um, where they, that it's the product of some mad scientist who's always visiting the local dairy farm to get the smell right. So, I mean, th- again, this is hilarious, but it's also technically harassment. Nobody wants to receive poop in the mail. I barely want to receive mail. The mail that I feel like I get is already shit mail. I don't literally want to receive it. Um, But what's the latest on this case? Well, because they've um, cooperated, I assume that the office of the inspector general has gone back to trying to put together a case against whoever in Michigan was sending this postal inspector fake poop and doing other things. I don't know of any sort of legal action that's proceeding against poop senders, and as far as I know, it's not illegal. So I guess they're still just up there in Gibsonia mailing people poop. Nick Kepler, thank you so much for doing the the hard, the investigative research on poopsenders.com. I was glad to. So Morgan, what would you do if someone delivered anonymous, maybe fake-ish to your door? Senior producer Megan Hare is coming in hot today with the questions. Um, You know what? I honestly don't know what I would do if somebody sent poop to my door. I would think, who hates me enough to send such a disgusting gift? Who loves me enough? To spend money on such a disgusting gift. I $18 for poop plus $10 for shipping. I won't pay shipping for anything. I won't pay shipping for anything. $10 to send poop? I'm pretty sure I would reevaluate every relationship I've ever had. There's probably a lot of people that would send me poop, to be honest. Um, and I'm just lucky that I haven't gotten it yet. But we'll see what happens after this uh, goes live. <laughs> well, everyone, you know what to get, Morgan. Speaking of the bottom falling out, though. Oh, come on. You are not okay. Uh, here's what else is happening in Pittsburgh today. The Southwestern Pennsylvania Commission says it's overhauling its method for prioritizing bridge repair. Turns out the Fern Hollow Bridge, uh, that's the one that collapsed a week and a half ago with cars and a bus on top of it. It wasn't scheduled for repairs for another five years. And they overshot that. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, another bridge, this time the Mount Washington Busway, closed this weekend too. Engineers say it's stable, but it shifted. So they're keeping buses off of it for now. I don't trust that. <laughs> Apparently they didn't either. <laughs> Meanwhile, the county says all of its poorest bridges, so that's 25 in all, will be, quote, refurbished, replaced, or removed by 2024. Uh, and a couple others are going to enter the design phase. That's really soon. I'm just picturing all of these detours. Are there like any really big ones we should know about? Uh, it kind of depends on where you live. The PG has a really good list, and we'll link to it in our show notes. Speaking of things that could have interrupted my commute but will not, uh, did you see that we won't be hosting 
the GOP in 2025. Sure did. Uh, Our friends in Milwaukee, Nashville, and Salt Lake City are still in contention. Uh, A bunch of folks in our business community are pretty bummed. Uh, They were really hopeful, especially in the cultural district, that this could bring in a lot of good money. Um, Though lots of other folks are kind of glad to skip the whole melee that comes with these large-scale political events, all the security and the celebrity and all that. I can understand both sides of that, but I mean, the candidates are still going to come through anyways. You know, Pennsylvania is a key state, the keystone state, as we say. 100 percent. We're still a swing state. Pittsburgh is still a prime campaign stop. So we're going to get our fill of candidates eating sandwiches, no doubt. Absolutely. So, Megan, anything bringing you joy this week? Well, I'm watching the snow melt out my window, and with the exception of a ski day, that always makes me pretty happy. Uh, also have my eye on this neat-looking project in Station Square. It's going to go next to all those new condos along the Mon and the south side, the big, pretty new ones. And according to the Trib, it'll include a distillery, a marketplace, and a rooftop bar, but in like 2023. So until then, I'm sure it's just going to keep being a nice little shady mess down on the bike trail down there. What about you? I'm actually eyeing this half-off Valentine's Day sale from poopsenders.com. It has the candy heart. Oh, you stop that right now. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. So I'm loving this story out of CMU actually right now. Oh, what are they up to? They're trying to restore a bunch of broken down space satellites. So I guess only about half of the nearly 6,500 satellites that orbit the Earth are actually functional. That's kind of crazy. What does restore mean? Is that like fix or bring them home? quote, revive or recycle. Mm, Too bad we can't recycle all these poop jokes. You're full of it today. It's a lot of pressure, you know? It's a smear campaign. Okay, I'm out. You win. (laughs) (laughs) That's all for today here on CityCast Pittsburgh. If you enjoyed the show, why not tell a friend, rate the show, leave us a review, don't send us poop, and subscribe to our morning newsletter. We'll be back Thursday morning with more news from around the city. All right, we'll see you then. It's either you or the bridge, buddy.